Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luan, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. of Jesus, we thank you for your grace, your love, your kindness to us. We thank you for the blood that was shed for us, that through the blood we might be saved. We thank you for Jesus who was willing to surrender his life. You always say, Lord, there's no greater love than this, that a man may lay down his life for a friend. Even with us, Lord, today we come and we say, thank you, Lord, for having carried and sustained us until now. We commit this service into your hands. We pray for ourselves. We pray for supernatural movement in our midst. May you heal us. May you restore us. May we receive salvation. May we come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, thank you very much. Our topic is anointed for great exploits. Anointed for great exploits. Our theme for the year is back to the original or back to the start. So our main thrust today is to make sure that we go back to the original intent and purpose of God about our life, we are able to achieve or to reach the heights that God has set before us. And so I want to challenge you as we start that set your heart right. If you have something to write, we teach people, write as much because we believe personally that everybody is a disciple. We will ask you one day to teach the same message and if you didn't take notes, you might find yourself in hard time. So let's learn to assimilate. Hallelujah. So may the Lord bless you as we start. So we are teaching on anointed for great exploits. Great exploits is through the spirit of the Lord. It takes faith to believe the supernatural. And the Bible tells us it's not by might, nor by power. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 it gives us, they said, then he answered and spoke to me, saying, this is the word of the Lord, unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord of hosts. So you have to understand that to do great exploits, we are not discarding or letting go of our education. We are, most of us here have the least, we have metric, but some of us are blessed, have a diploma, some of us have a degree. And some of us are even better qualified. But having all of that does not necessarily mean you will succeed in life. The Bible says the race is not to the swift, not the battle to the strong. So you might have all these things, but without the anointing, without the power, the grace of God upon your life, it might be just futility of futilities. It's not the strength of man that makes man great. It's the grace of God that makes man to be able to move forward. So I want to challenge you today that the anointing, as we are going to do the anointing service, will give you identity, your ability to do well. In life, most of us are going around looking for identity. When you are anointed, when you are prayed for, there is something that comes upon you. You get enveloped by the power of the Spirit. In the book of Samuel, Samuel says to King Saul, he says to him, go, you will meet three men. One will be having a pitcher of water. The other one will be having bread. Follow them and uh, you will find a, a group of prophets. 
And Saul started to prophesy. How did it happen? It happened because there was an unction, an anointing that was put upon his life and he was able to do the things that he thought were never possible. The anointing gives you identity. The Holy Spirit empowers believers for exploits. May you do great exploits in 2019 in the name of Jesus. You will be empowered and endowed with power from on high. The anointing destroys barriers for your life. Every barrier that you have gone through, sometimes it's not out of your own intelligence, but it's out of your own obedience and submission that you are able to break through. The book of Isaiah 10, 27. It says, It shall come to pass in that day that this burden, whatever burden you are carrying today, is broken in the name of Jesus. I said, whatever spirit of heaviness upon your life is broken today in the name of Jesus. So the book of Isaiah gives us that understanding. It says, It shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from your neck. In other words, some of us can't even go where we are supposed to go. We have been yoked and been put under oppression. But the Bible tells us the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. May every yoke upon your life be destroyed this morning in the name of Jesus. You have to understand that the anointing and blessing, they sustain you. There are a lot of people who are educated. They are addicted to substances. They can't take care of their children. Some of you, you have fathers who, if you tell them, I'm going to university, he will change his SIM card to make sure that you never have a contact until you graduate. And these are common things. But we see here that when we are anointed and when we are blessed, we will remain sustained, not because of the material things that our Father is given to us, but because of the words that are spoken to us. The words of the Father sustains and kept and provided. Here we are talking about Jacob and Isu. The book of Genesis 27, verse 37. It says, Then Isaac answered and said to Isu, Isu was crying for a blessing. He was the firstborn. At some stage, he sold his firstborn right. Because of carelessness. Most of us here like to eat. Your liking to eat makes you not to fast. And because you never fasted, you cannot expect greatness to come your life. Yes. When you fast, it's like, oh, I'm dying. I'm losing weight. I think this, today I'm not going to go. I'm going to eat. What you don't know, you are eating your own future. You are saying to the Lord, like issue, I don't care much about my firstborn rights. When you are supposed to press for your rights, you renege, you play church. And so it's not surprising that those who come behind you are moving forward so fast that you are becoming jealous yourself. That's why you have to go and pay money to other prophets, thinking that their prophecy is more powerful than your father's words. It's not true. They can put their hand, their hair will finish on your head, but nothing will happen. So I want to challenge you this morning that issue came to his father desiring a word from his father. And today we are doing the anointing service. It's very important that you come to be anointed. It's very important that you come to hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. So this is what he says. He says, indeed, I have made him your master. 
It says, and Isaac answered and said to Isu, Isu was crying, Papa, don't you have another blessing for me? There are not too many blessings. There is only one real blessing. The others are sub-blessings. And the father said to him, uh, Behold, I've made him your Lord. I've made him what? I've made him what? I've made him what? I've made him your master. He will master you. You know when we say you, somebody masters you. I always tell people that when I look at uh, Pastor Caesar praying for these big pastors with big churches, when he prays for them, they don't want to fall. They don't fall. We small pastors, even before he arrives, we are already overcome. <laughs> Maybe you have never been in the presence of a great person. You get overcome, immediately the person appears. I remember I was in the same building with Nelson Mandela in 1992, before he became president. We were waiting for him, we were sitting, I was like, possibly 10 to 15 chairs away. When I looked at myself, I was tearing, but I thought I was the only one. The whole wall, everybody, there was so much anointing and unction when he came in and he stood there. He spoke and finished, I think, the whole church who were crying. Because we were in the presence of greatness. I don't know if you get it. Yes. So you have to understand. He says, God, I've made him your Lord. When you come, when, when you are anointed and you are blessed, something changes in the spirit. Other people use their natural ability. I always say to people, you can't compete with me. There is something that has been done on me and my obedience and humility enabled me to receive it. Now, these big pastors who don't want to fall, Pastor Caesar helps them. You know, some pastors have a big belly. He presses them forward. You know, when you go forward, you're, when you have a big belly, you can't tie your shoes. You have to... <laughs> so he pushed them forward, and he pushed them. You will see, they will be feeling the pain. And I say, you, you are too big to be humble. Yeah. And then from there, you are offended. You are what? Yeah. Then you are a big pastor who's offended. You stop growing yourself while you think you can grow others. In the church, it's the same way. He says, I've made him your master. So anointing changes us to become something that we were not before. He says, and all his brethren have I given to him. Do you get it? All the brothers are given to you. They will serve you. You will master them. It's like a donkey that you teach to ride. They are wild. They want to take you under a tree or whatever. But we don't stop. We ride them. By the end of the afternoon, it will be going wherever we want it to go. He says, for I've given him for your servants. And with corn and wine have I sustained him. So when he came, when the brother Isu came and said, oh, my father, do you have a blessing? He says, you know what? I have sustained him. The blessing sustains you. The anointing, the word of your father sustains you. Hallelujah. Yeah, Paul writes, says there are many instructors, but in Christ Jesus, I've begotten you. Hallelujah. There are, many, there are not too many fathers. There are many instructors. You can go wild, they'll never tell you you are wild. As long as you give them money, 
they are happy. But here we will tell you, you are out of light. You are out of tune. May the Lord have mercy. Yes, and he says there, I have sustained him. May the blessing sustain you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. The Bible says, those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. Most people are corrupted with flattery. We are teaching on sacrifice, that you are giving a sacrifice of desolation. You know what is a sacrifice of desolation? It's an empty work. Sacrifice of desolation. You build the big houses and all of these things, but they have nothing to do with the kingdom. At the end of your life, I told you a story of this lawyer who was saying, uh, you know, if I knew bishop, I will have bought you the building. Because now when he came, the building is established, everything is working. They said, I will, I will, I will, I will have, have built this church. Then he made a powerful statement. says, I don't want the day I die. When I arrive in heaven, I've left dollars. So millions of dollars in my bank account. And I never used the resource I received for the advancement of the kingdom. That's when he said, every year I give three million US dollars for charity. And he says, and he, he promised, his, he says, I'm buying you a big generator. Or so that when he, uh, this thing we're in Maputo, he says so, so that when electricity leaves, you have no problem. But he says I will support you. Come to somebody. The blessing will sustain you, but flattery will destroy you. Flattery is to work for yourself to buy a car, as compared to paying a tithe. To build a house, to work for loans. You know, most of us are working for loans. If we were to study here, who's got the loan? Possibly half of the people, if not all the people. Maybe half, I should say all. We have been in church for too long to have a loan. Isn't it? You know, flattery. Flattery makes you busy. It's like a rocking horse. But you are going nowhere. That's flattery. You are thinking, oh, I look good. But you are the only fool in the class. I don't know if you understand. Yeah, you are, you are depending on things that are perishing. The Bible said the crown doesn't stay forever. So we work on the things that works forever. So that which we do, we want it to last. May the Lord have mercy on us. So then it says, but the people who know they are God will be great and carry out great exploits. May this be your part in 2019 in the name of Jesus. May you do great exploits in the name of Jesus. Four points about what we are talking about, great exploits. I want you to understand that we, the, our theme is going back to the original or going back to the start. Number one, Adam was anointed for exploits. Adam had a powerful mind and memory. May you receive a powerful mind and memory. When God spoke, Adam was not a sinner. He was a perfect being. He had a good recall. God spoke to him and said, Adam, I want you to name all the living things in the garden. 
And Adam looked at it and says, locusts. It remained a locust. If it was you, when you saw a springbok, you'll say dog. And then, because you are finished, there are so many kinds of bugs. So you'll say back one, back two, back three, back four. Because your memory, some of you, if we introduce you now, and I tell you my name, my name is Vincent. 30 seconds is too long. You can't remember my name. I'm not doing somebody. May the Lord restore a pure and a perfect mind in your life in the name of Jesus. May you be able to function at a level higher than your peers in the name of Jesus. May you receive a supernatural wisdom to come with new invention and new discoveries in the name of Jesus. May you receive such, such intelligence that your peers and those around you will know and desire to be around you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So Genesis chapter 2 verse 19, it tells us the story that God said, you know, after he formed the beast and everything, he gave them to Adam and the Bible says, and, and Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam called them. Most of us, we should be praying, Lord, may you restore. It's only the presence of God that can restore our, our mental ability to do much more. May the grace of the Lord be upon your life this morning in Jesus' name. May the Lord restore your mind in the name of Jesus. Receive the supernatural empowerment in the name of Jesus. May the Lord restore your memory in the name of Jesus. May the spirit of wisdom come upon your life in the name of Jesus. May the Lord fully restore your mental capabilities in the name of Jesus. Number two, Adam did, not, uh, did great exploits. He communed and related with God. Most of us, we are struggling because we cannot commune. We are, I think schizophrenic is better, you know, because you come in and out. But with us, some of us are like idiots. We are permanently, whatever, every time we open our mouth, it seems like we never even went to school in the first place. Because we move so far away from the presence of God. You are a Christian, but you manifest. You are a Christian within the two, three, four hours you are in the church building. Let's open the door. All the wisdom that you received has gone out of you. And you manifest things that all of us get even shocked. Is not this person a Christian? Adam did great exploit and he communed with God. Genesis chapter 3 verse, verse 8. And the Bible says, and they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. You must make your decision. I'm going to hear. I want to hear the voice of God in my life. 2019, your, your great exploits is not to make money to build houses, but it's to be in tune and in commune with God, to be one with him, to be in one step with him. That's the greatest endeavor anyone can have. You can dig mines. They will not profit you anything. You can have the gold. It will not profit you anything. That's why Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. I mean, the guy who was at the gate, beautiful, crippled since life, 
If he had gold and silver, he would have given it. I know a lot of people who come to church as a last resort. They are dying now. They've gone to the doctor. They've gone to Inyanga. They've gone to prophet and everybody else, and they realize it's not working. And now they come when they don't have money. Because they will be quoting scripture, freely you have received. <laughs> freely you must give. You pray for them. Because they know nothing is working anymore. And when you pray for them, they recover. And that's when people tell you, I gave prophet so and so, so much money. I gave so, I said, God wanted to humble you until you come to your size. You were too big to be prayed. Uh, you thought you could buy prayers. You don't buy these things. They are freely given. The Bible says, and, and they heard the voice of the Lord in the garden. This should be your desire this year. This should be your focus this year. Lord, I want to hear you for myself. Listen, if you were to hear God, you'll never make mistakes. You'll never fail in life. You will be able to achieve much more than most people have achieved. And it says, and Adam and his wife, they hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. Listen, this year, don't hide yourself from the presence of the Lord. The book of Exodus 33, Moses was saying to the Lord, your presence, Lord, if it doesn't go with us, we are not going. But you, you have, you have already gone beyond where God is going. You are in your own presence. You are not in the presence of the Lord. You have taken yourself too serious. It's like that advert on TV. It's an old advert. They were advertising Joko tea. And this man at the airport, they were showing the helper, the other side of the desk, drinking coffee, uh, Joko tea. And then this man, big man, dressed like the way I'm dressed today. You know, these suits can make you a fool. And uh, he was talking to the girl, and when he finished, he was trying to emphasize that he's an important person. He says, don't you know who I am? And the woman took the intercom and say, uh, please, there's somebody here who doesn't know who he is. Can you come and help him? So he showed that uh, uh, he was a fool. Don't think you are bigger than what you are. Hallelujah. Now Moses was saying to the Lord, your presence is what I desire. As we, we are going to do the, the anointing service, the communion service, let's come before the Lord with that understanding. This year, I might have failed all the other years. I might have tried all the other years. But this year, my pursuant is your presence. I want you than to want your things. I know most of us who are here, you want many things. For a girl, you want a husband. For a boy, maybe you came, if I could find a wife. Maybe you have come, I've heard that they pray for people to be rich. Their businesses are succeeding. When you are in ECC, this is happening. All of those things might be important, but you are missing the point. God wants to bless you, but his presence is a key to your breakthrough. Your exploits, it's not only to have a mining company, to have an aeroplane company, to have all these great and powerful things. Your desire should be, Lord, if I am with you, in you, I'm sure I will achieve the greatest things you have set for me. Hallelujah. May the grace of the Lord be with you. May you commune and be intimate with the Lord in the name of Jesus. May you be restored fully in the name of Jesus. Point number three, the anointing and the presence of the Lord enables for great exploits. Hallelujah. Genesis 6 verse 9. 
The Bible says this is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. Noah walked with God. Noah did what? Walk with God. The exploits for Noah to be able to build the ark, it was because he was in tune with the spirit. Don't marry because the girl looks nice. The guy seems to behave in nice cars. He's changing them. You don't even know where he got the cars. You want to marry a thief. If you check his qualification, metric is too high. I'm about to somebody. I'm about to somebody. Noah walked with God. Genesis 6 verse 8. It says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. You see, grace brings favor to us. You might look at yourself and say, I'm most qualified. We're not looking for the most qualified. I don't employ people that I don't like. It doesn't matter your qualification. I employ people that I like. Even when I worked where I worked, I employed people that I like. I give you a probation for three months and I realize you have an independent spirit. When three months comes, by the, th the second month I write to you, you should know this is your last run. Because I realize you are going to be a nuisance. You're going to be what? A nuisance. Noah found grace. Now, grace brings favor. Favor is unfair. We don't treat people the same. I don't know if you heard what I said. We don't do what? Treat people the same. If I treat you the same, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a liar, I'm a pretender, I'm a fake, and possibly a great actor, a great hypocrite. Everybody has a space. You know, it's like a puzzle. Life is like a puzzle. Everybody fits perfectly. And everybody plays an important role. You can't all of you be the heart. It's not possible. You can't all of you be the eye. It's not possible. But you play an important role. Don't try to force favor because I did this for so-and-so, I did this for so-and-so, I did this for so-and-so, so even yourself I'm going to do it. No, it's not like that. Imagine somebody. Yes, it's, it's not like that. So you have to have that understanding that favor is unfair. You don't get what other people are getting. You are getting what is to you. What makes to, what is generated to fulfill your life. May the Lord have mercy on us. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. You have a special place. My children like to ask the question, who do you love the most? Have you asked that question before? Who do you love the most? I say, I love you all. But they don't fit in the scheme, in the scheme of life the same way. Others, when I say, <clears throat> they are here. Others, you will choke and die. They hear you, you are, you are choking. But they say, I'm not coming. <laughs> yeah, there are children like that. There are children like that. You, you call them, they complain that you are they are the only one you are sending. And I say, you should be happy we are only sending you. Oh, I need money. I'm calling you alone. And you're asking your brother, is he calling? No, it's because I like you. Isaac said, go and make me some bread so that I can pour my heart to you. 
Now, when it is your turn, you are complaining. Will you get your blessing? To do great exploits is to be in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, the Bible says, Noah obtained favor. May you find grace in this season in the name of Jesus. May the favor of the Lord locate you in 2019 in the name of Jesus. And lastly, doing great exploits, number four, doing great exploits is fulfilling God's plan. So you have to understand that whatever that you do, as long as it doesn't fulfill God's plan, it doesn't do great exploits. Listen, you can't compete with pagans with money. They have more money than you. They steal it. If you listen to the state capture, you realize we have been voting for fools. Yes, thieves, thugs. People that after they have stolen, they beat you up that you are short of money. Have you seen thieves? They come to your house, they take two rand, but they kill you. That you were supposed to have more money. I'm going to tell you somebody. I'm going to tell you somebody. Yes. Thugs. We have been, we have been crying. Oh, we, our party, our party. Party say food. They were eating. You, you can see that the way money was going, everybody knew that we will get more. As long as we corrupt everybody else, all of us are corrupt. Am I talking to somebody? You will not be corrupt in the name of Jesus. I said you will not be corrupt in the name of Jesus. We will deal with you when you come to church. We will deal with you. They said they are still giving some more names. I'm going to be listening Monday to check if your name is there. Hallelujah. Doing great exploits is fulfilling God's plan. When you fulfill God's plan, you make sure that in your many things, God remains the central focus. God, when we sing the song, Jesus is the center. We mean in everything that we do, your sexuality, you don't behave like a wild animal. Even wild animals are better. When they found they are female, they stay with it. I'm talking to somebody. An African man, let him have 10 rands. <laughs> He's going to church. He's going to... He, wants, he wants to count. This should not be our portion in the name of Jesus. Noah had the grace to build. May you have the grace to build in 2019 in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, God, after Noah found favor in the book of Genesis 6.14, just make yourself an ark of gopher wood, uh, made rooms in the, in the ark, and cover it inside and outside with, with pitch. You will build, in this year, you will build as you have never built before in the name of Jesus. This man was able to build. We said this year for us is the year of 144. May you be able to build your 144 in the name of Jesus. May you be able to complete your 12 in the name of Jesus. May you become a builder of human lives. I was giving an example to uh, Lady Deacon. I said to her, you know, if you look at, at, at Pastor B, she came, she moved on, and she became a pastor. Now, it's a, it's a fruit that continues to give. I don't know you get it. Her cells are the most solid cells. Her people know they are God. They don't backslide like others. She has a heart for sheep. She, she follows her sheep. Matthew, somebody. 
So you can't say, oh, she came yesterday and now she's a pastor. You are supposed to say, I took care of her and my fruit is giving. And this shepherd has become the pastor. Come on to somebody. I've shared the gospel in China. I don't know one day when I'm in heaven. Who knows? You know, you'll share with, a, with an app. Jesus loves you. The app, then you, you, you switch to Chinese. You don't know if it's interpreting correctly. But who knows? One day, the one soul that you have struggled with, this one person in your cell that you have pursued, start to give fruit. And sometimes it might not be even in your presence. My parents are no longer alive. But I'm continuing to give fruit. It is to their credit as well. They contributed to the person I am. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? So, you must make the intent, I'm going to build and I'm building solidly with God. Jesus built our life he gave us the opportunity. The Bible says we are engrafted. So we must give forth in return. So even yourself, make the decision, I'm going to build. I'm going to be established. I'm going to pursue the presence of God. I want to do great exploits by the mandate of heaven, not the wisdom and the ideas of men. My education is a stepping stone to fulfill the great commission. As compared to my education is for me to become fat. You only remember God the day when they tell you you are left with two weeks. You come to church. We have to be running around you. I remember one time somebody was saying, oh, the man is rich, pastor. He really discouraged me. He says, the man is rich. Maybe after you have prayed for him, before he dies, you will write the will and include the church. I said, you have a, a wicked heart. You have what? A wicked heart. How can you pray for people with that intent in your heart? You are really corrupt. You can't be a shepherd with the intent to, to take advantage of the sheep. Then you are a hireling. You are not the true shepherd of the sheep. Am I talking somebody? So this year, like Noah, let us be builders. May we be so close to God that we can hear what the Spirit is saying to us. Hallelujah. Every eye closed, every head bowed. We are going to pray. I want you to pray for yourself. Jesus in the book of John chapter 3, verse 17. The Bible teaches us that Jesus said, I, I did not come into the world to condemn the world, but the world through, through him might be saved. So I want to pray together with you. You might look at it. The Bible says, and Isaac said to Esau, I have sustained him. I have sustained him. Even yourself, you can be sustained by God. Even yourself, you can be generational by God. But Jesus was speaking to uh, Nicodemus. And he said to Nicodemus, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. This was a great priest. He was a senior clergyman. But Jesus was telling him, all this that you do is futility of futilities. There is no profit in it unless 
A man be born again, he cannot receive. He cannot see the kingdom of God. I want to pray together with you. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. God loves you that he doesn't want you to lose your life. God loves you that he's got a good plan for your life. He says, not to harm you, but to make sure that you have a great future. I want to pray with you this morning. If you are here, you say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. Lift up your hand right now and I'll pray together with you. I want to receive Jesus. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. I want to make right with God. I want to experience the presence of God. This is my exploit this year. I want to experience God in my life. Is there somebody this morning? The Bible says, Jesus said in the book of John, he says, Satan has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. There is an abundant life that is made available today. Most people seated next to you, they have already made the decision to follow Jesus. And today you can enter into his presence. Today you can come into his knowledge and say, Jesus, I want to be established I want to be sustained. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a son, a child of God. I want to pray together with you. If you are here, you say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to be a child of God. Thank you for joining us with Apostle Vincent Luarte. For more life-transforming messages, connect with us on Twitter at ECCRSA and our YouTube channel at Emmanuel Christian Church. H.O.J.